Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. This segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, guys, um, you know, it's a beautiful week we've had here and and uh the pollution is way down the air is clear and people are talking how excited they are of all the positives of the uh pandemic and uh something happened this week you know the dr fauci has been regarded as the expert and the leading uh person for the pandemic for the white house and he was doing an interview and he stated that he does not feel that the, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 version, will ever go away. He says that it is so transmissible that there was no way to eradicate this virus. That's his opinion, but you know, if we follow what's been going on the last couple of months, we value his opinion. So you know, what does that mean to you guys? I'm not kind of surprised. I mean, it is a virus. You know, the, uh, the, the flu comes back every year. Um, yep. And it's hard to eradicate. Um, we kind of thought, uh, you know, that that is going to take a, a, a an any you know any virus um, that's not going to be prepared right away. So we we got to get back to work, but just do it carefully. You know, do it safely. Wash your hands if you're sick. Stay home. Cover your mouth, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I don't know what y'all's opinion is on it. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Why it is? I mean. The flu was this huge pandemic as well back in like 1918, I want to say. It's still around. I mean, it's it's 100 years later, and it's still around. People still get the flu. People still die from the flu. I think it's just going to be something, like you said, if you're feeling sick, stay home, wash your hands. That, that That's really all there is to it. it, it and he, he's, he may not be as dramatic as, you know, there's not going to be a thousand cases a day like there has been or anything like that, but there'll still be cases, you know what I mean? Well, and, and Troy, I think we've talked about this, and, and uh, is, is part of it, though, is a lot of people are, are asymptomatic and have been through the process. So the more and more that happens, the less 
that 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 spike is going to go up and it, it will even out if if we get back out there and actually catch the the, the virus so are they saying are they still saying that once you get it, you can't get it again? Or how is that working still? So the current version, yes. But um, one of the things about like with the flu is that the flu mutates every mm -hmm. year. So you're getting a version of the strand. So you, that's why you can have the flu, you know, three or four, five, six times in your life because you're getting yeah. a different version of the same strand. So, uh, so there's no evidence as to whether the, the COVID-19 will or will not mutate. Uh, history does suggest it will mutate. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, the more I look at the data and listen to everything going on, I think Switzerland might have it right. They, um, they're not talking about COVID cases. They're not talking about deaths from it. They're talking about community immunity. So they're saying that their country is over 30% immune from the COVID-19 at this point. So their, their concept is let's get everybody, you know, adjusted to this new norm and um after what has you know fa mr fauci said this week I, I do believe that might be the way to go is that we just have to you know it's just like everything else now at this point it's just something we're going to have to live with just like we have to live with cancer pneumonia you know flu you know all of those things that come that are out there we just this is just one more thing we have to live with you know people yeah. People forget, you know, we're still living with AIDS. You know, you just don't hear about it as much because we've made such a great uh, leap in as far as identifying and contact and tracing and, uh, and in preventing the spread. And, mm -hmm. also, and identifying on how not to get it, right? As, as far as protection, protecting yourself and what you do if you don't want to get AIDS or you yeah. don't want to get COVID, then these are the processes to do that, which is to wash your hands so avoid people and, who are sick. Stay home. And this is also are. something, it's new. So that's why it's also being so talked about and it's it's the pandemic at hand. I mean, once we're a year, a year from now, will we still be talking about it at near as much? Probably not. Will yeah. it still be going on? Yeah. It's just it, like, you don't you don't talk about AIDS prevention every single day. You don't talk about flu prevention every single day. You talk about COVID every single day because it's it, it's brand new and it's it's still going on right now, and it's well, going on massive. Well, we can't wait for a year for an antivirus. So yes, it there has to be correct ways of opening up business and and you know e-commerce and, and and commerce has changed forever because of it, right? Yep. I mean. You know, I, I think Amazon is, is definitely going to benefit from this, um, you know, and, 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 you know, we'll talk, you know, we've talked about the fact that our business is going to change from this as well. So um, it's, you know, it was before, it was before COVID and after COVID and we just have to keep yeah. on living. It's kind of like the pre and post 9-11. Right. I mean, yes. Security at airports was not how it is now before 9-11 happened. You know, security was much less, you know, on top of you about things now you you can't you got to take everything out of your pockets you got to go barefoot sometimes you got to take your clothes you got to get padded down i mean it's it's a whole process now as you know and that's why i, I go barefoot that's why i go barefoot to the airport so I exactly barefoot in your box of briefs that, that's that's, it. that's the way to go just go ahead and get it over with <laughs> but yeah no i i think things in general will not ever really be the same not necessarily a bad way i mean it, it's yeah. gonna just be different and it'll eventually not be different anymore it'll just be normal yeah yeah and i think that's the direction that we just we just have to 
accept is that this is going to be our new normal moving forward. Um, and, you know, that is, I don't think that's the news that a lot of people wanted. I think people were hoping that this thing would, we would stay at home for 60 days and then this would just disappear and, and that they'd have a miraculous cure. And, and um, uh, you know, they are working on some vaccines and such, but um, I mean, I just, uh, you know, unfortunately, I think it's just a new part of life. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, you know, the, the new part of life, I think, and I hope it, it stays on is, you know, uh, kids and even adults too, once you're told you can't do something and you have to do something, you want to do the opposite. And all these kids were told they have to stay in the room and they have to play their video games. And they didn't want to, they went outside and they played, they went outside and enjoyed the, uh, the sunshine and, and you see them in front yards. And I hope that's a trend for our, our, uh, our society that that, that can mm-hmm. on because of this, you know, I think yeah. there's, this could be, you know, a major change in that direction. So hopefully we'll see. Maybe you know, people talk to each other more, you know? I I mean, know. You know? So anyway, hopefully that those things keep on. Yeah, no, every, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction so that uh, everyone, whenever they were told, you know, stay inside, do what you're supposed to do. Well, it, it was a positive thing that they didn't do what they normally do and what they were supposed to do and are outside and enjoying sun, enjoying, you know, family time. It, it's, it's been there's a lot of positives to this coronavirus obviously there's a lot of bad stuff going on but as well but good stuff comes with the bad you know and uh wow we just uh throwing some philosophical scientific quoting in our in our information today uh i hope everybody's learned a little something and uh <laughs> you know, if you have any questions about anything we've talked about you know definitely reach out to us leave us a comment on the the home team 512 on the facebook you the can facebook. Also- that's right. You can also reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. We'll be back in just a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. Texas, you're listening to the home team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. You know, and uh, it is the real estate part of this uh, show, guys, and there's a lot going on in the real estate. It's, it's a very mixed 
sort of bag of data. You know, the April data is just starting to kind of trickle in and, and um, it's good news and bad news and, it, you know, things like that. Um, just kind of run over it, you know, in the greater Austin area, there was a little over 2,550 units sold. Um, How many? Huh? How many was that? To uh, 2,553. Okay, wow. That's, um, it's down from April of 2019 by 26%. So, you know, a lot of it has to do with new construction because in March they, they stopped working and then they didn't start working. Um, so that kind of put them behind. So a lot of new construction didn't get closed. But the, you know, the other part is you think as sales go down, you, you know, you would think that the prices would go down, but actually we had almost a 4% appreciation in price year over year. So the, the cost of the home went up. The, the average sales price in the greater Austin area was 402,000. And that's 4% over April. So even though there was less homes being sold in this area, you still had to spend more to buy one. And that's just, that's not normal uh, business as far as right. the house should work. And you know, we've also talked about how during all of this, we expected house prices to go down. Well, At I least people me and Wyatt did. Troy, you paid a little more attention to the trend of that, I guess. but. I was fully convinced. I was like, you know what? I might go buy a house during this. Well, I've had several people call and say, hey, you know, what's going on? House prices, have they dropped yet? And I'm like, they're not going to. And yeah. a lot of people think that that's going to be the case. We had a pandemic. Now, all of a sudden, the houses are going to be really cheap. And that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, you know, we've talked about this before. You still have a lot of things that are happening in the Austin area that are driving people to it. I mean, we're talking... You know, Apple is bringing people, Facebook, Google, bringing people. They have to get them here to work. So, the, and these people are coming from more expensive areas and they're buying homes instead of renting. So they're, they're driving this market no matter what happens. Plus, you know, the, the normal people that the move ups and things like that and, and the, you know, stuff like that is happening. So the market is still, still pretty hot as far as the people. So even though it's slowed down, we still have a more influx of new people, new buyers to the market. Oh, they have, right. Yeah, oh, that, app, that, that Apple, that Apple um, uh, campus is getting built right now, and those employees need houses. So um, regardless of what's going on in the world, they have to move here no matter what. So, yeah, we have an influx of people coming. So is that Apple, uh, the Apple home base or whatever, is that being slowed down at all, the Apple campus, with all this going on? It shouldn't because commercial construction was considered essential from the beginning. So they were, they were allowed to work, uh, you know, all the way through and never slowed down. Um, you know, uh, material materials, maybe materials might have come in slower. Right. I mean, you know, you have factories and stuff like um, I have friends that, you know, work in construction still uh, and, you know, HVAC units and things like that, that were made over in China are taking 10 weeks instead of two weeks now. So yeah, there are going to be some slows. You know, um, and then here's one of the other things that tells you that the Austin might actually move up is that pending listings, that means listings that are currently under contract compared to April of 2019 to April of 2020 is only down 1.9%. Wow. So, so that means that the May purchase market should be very, very, very similar in 2020 as it was in 2019. We will see, you know, in a couple months when the data comes out, but the preliminary data suggests that. Now, 
the one thing that's that has changed in the favor of the buyer is that the current inventory has been running around 1.7 months and it is now at 2.3 so um we gained almost a month of inventory but uh it's just that's still a hot market anything under six months is considered a hot market and we're at 2.3 so it's a good market to sell your house yes very that's good market if you're thinking about it you know um that's it and we understand like i said we understand there's a lot of things you can do if you, you know, some people are very nervous with the current pandemic about having their house showed and stuff like that um you know talking with some appraisers in the market what they can do is you know you set your house up to be showed so you turn the lights on you know open the doors and then you leave the house the the buyers coming in will be instructed just not to touch anything because it's all set up they don't have to touch the doors they don't have to turn the light switches on they just walk in and view the house and if they feel comfortable then they can purchase it you know instead of you know if you set it up properly they don't have to touch things you know yeah. um, but what happens is is most people keep their doors shut or the lights off and so people have to turn it on and so that's one of the things as a seller you can do to help and and also um you know there's technology out there so we work with some people that do matterport yep. where they come in they do a 3d rendering and so you can it's not just a walkthrough um it's you can actually kind of just twist around you can even see where furniture should go so really it's it's kind of useful so you, you might want to talk if you don't want anybody in your house then you know must certainly get a hold of troy and he can get a hold uh, get you in touch with somebody who can do matterport for you right you know um and, and see now i'm <laughs> As you know, I'm a little in that older generation. So purchasing straight from a virtual tour is just, I just don't think it's something I could do. Um, but using that tour to, to eliminate properties, I could yeah, do there that. You go. There you, you, go. Know, I could, you know, I could just grab a floor plan in that, in that tour and I could look through it and say, you know, this just doesn't fit. And then move on to the next one. And, I find, and so then instead of just rummaging through 10 or 15 houses, you know, like it was, you know, three or four months ago. Now I'm going to look at one or two, but these are one or two that I'm very, very interested in. I've, you know, I've done the pre-qualification. I know that I can afford it. I understand my payments. I like the way the, the property looks. I like the floor plan. I like the layout. Let me go see how I feel when I walk inside. And if I feel good, I'm buying it. So it's in and, and out. And so it can be more efficient. I can see myself as a seller using the Matterport because you, like you said, you're going to eliminate some people who just don't want to walk the house. And if you get to a point where you have a contract, the person wants to walk the house before they sign that contract, well, you just eliminated, you know, 10, 15 groups of people walking through your house. I feel a little bit more safe about that because I can sanitize after one group, but I don't want to do that for 15. So and you can get, and it's a lot easier to get one group to wear a hazmat suit than it is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, it's a hazmat suit comes in handy. Oh yeah, you got one yet? Yeah. Have you bought one? Got a couple. One buy Different colors. Yeah. Uh, where, where does one get a hazmat suit though really i i i, I mean home depot you know I, I i don't know where you can get one but i know where you don't want to buy one because apparently they're not very their quality is not that good okay well have you all ever heard of bed bath and beyond they sell them different colors it's the beyond you have to ask for the beyond package the and beyond they, they, they get hazmat suits yeah <laughs> And do they come in like different colors and stuff? I mean, I've got three in there. I, I look like the American flag. That's awesome. All right. I, I got us off task. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, you're absolutely right. You know, but um, uh, <laughs> I, I personally do need a hazmat suit if I'm going to be running through about 50 different people's um, 
homes. One of the nice things about uh, the relaxation of the rules and stuff that's going on is now the realtors uh, are able to spend more time with the buyers. Uh, yeah. I have realtors that are finally going to closings again and things like that. So that personal touch, we're able to kind of bring that back. It's just being done with a mask then, as opposed to not. Right. Sure. Well, you know, I, you know, I've been, I, I, I sequestered, you know, outside of Austin through this, I just got back in town and, you know, it is, you know, HEB, some people are, you know, you're required to wear that mask to go through. And in all honesty, I, it does kind of make me feel comfortable. I'm, I'm kind of in the in-between where we have to get back to living. I think that some people just need to get it, but I think as long as we do that, I think we're, we're going to be okay. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see, but the market right now is good. So that's 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 good to hear, Troy. That's good to hear. Yes, and, and honestly, looking at the data, I mean, the sheer volume is going to drop, but the uh, but the the competition for homes is not. So if you're if you're in the real estate industry, you're just kind of that part time person. You know, I help my friends or something like that. Those kind of people in the real estate industry are going to struggle because there's just that that excess volume is gone. But for somebody that's in the industry that it is their job, this is what they do for a living, and they're good at it, they're going to do really well in these time frames because all of the looky loo business is kind of gone. So right. that's one of the nice things about what what's happening is that it becomes, you know. Right here, just recently, buying a home became this sort of event for people. They would go look at houses and they would talk and they weren't really that serious. They just kind of wanted to see. Those people are gone now. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're not serious about buying or selling. They're not really talking to anybody. That makes yeah, you, sense. Have, you have serious buyers right now because those people that just kind of like to go venture through houses and stuff, like I said, they're, they're weaned out right now because they don't want to even put themselves in that situation where you could possibly contract the virus. Right. So you're, you're getting the serious buyers that are actually looking to purchase so if, so if you're buying a car you'd be a tire kicker if you're you know if you're not really interested would you be a fence kicker if you're not interested in buying a house what do you call right. them yeah fence 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 just want to know if that was a saying or not okay yeah. or door kickers but you know door kicker, okay okay so, you know i think <laughs> fence kicker works better in that area okay all right you know. uh, so uh so right now um if they they want to get a house or sell your house it's a good time to sell it um and I guess we can talk a little bit more about money here in a little bit, but I mean, it'd be a good time to rent out your place too, huh? Absolutely. Uh, you know, so if, if you are interested, you know, reach, if you need some advice on who to talk to, we have some great professionals in the real estate business that we work with all the time. So we could easily refer you to somebody that we know will take excellent care of you. You know, you can call us at 855-299-HOME. Uh, you can reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com as, as well. Just kind of reach out there for pricing and stuff like that and leave a message and we'll reach back out to you. But, you know, now is a, it's an excellent time. I mean, if you're, if you're in the market or thinking about selling, I think I really feel now is better than later. I, I just, you know, because we know what's happening over the next 90 days in this market. You can see it. What's happening over this next six months to a year, I can't see that. Um, and so there's no reason to take that that chance of waiting till August to sell your home. There's just not a reason for that. You should go ahead and look in doing that now. So again, like I said, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. But as always, please stop by the Facebook and give us a like and a shout out. And uh, we will be back in just a minute.
The news cycle changes often. Turn us on throughout the day to keep up. They keep me connected. You're on Austin's Talk 1370, the right choice. Austin, Texas, you're listening to the home team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we finance the American dream when we turn your house into a home. Yep. And uh, guys, you know, this is the, the segment that's kind of it's my favorite typically because uh, it's the part where I like to help people as far as with how their expenses are and take advantage of all this sort of stuff. You know, so it's the money segment. And, you know, I think the country as a whole, people don't understand how money works. They don't understand how to use it, how to protect it, you know, and things like that. And so, you know, I feel like this part helps them. But there's some things going on. And uh, it's very important, in my opinion, that you understand this. You know, the stock market is an indicator of the economic health of our country. That's what it really is. You know, the higher it goes, the greater things are going. When it falls, things are going bad. That's just a very short, but, but that's what it is. And so, you know, I was listening to Barry Habib this morning, and he said, is history repeating itself? And so then he went to show that in the 1929 stock market crashed, it first fell 30% and then climbed 80%. And then after that, it just plummeted all the way down to like 41. I mean, it just hit the bottom. And we had what is called the Great Depression. Um, so if you look at what happens in March, we had a 30% drop. And we have currently had a 62% recovery from that moment. So it... it if you look at the charts from the late 20s, early 30s to now, there's a huge similarity of what's going on. And so does that mean we're about to have a huge drop in the stock market? I, now, I am not a tax or an accountant or a, a money person or anything like that. I read data, make decisions, and I call the professionals to ask them their opinion. So mm-hmm. at the end of this, you always call your professional money person for that. We're just giving you things that you should be thinking about and nothing else. And, you know, to, to kind of expand on that, uh, history does have a very eerie way of repeating itself. I mean, in many, many ways. Uh, it, wars, depressions, money, fluctuations, stuff like that. It has a very eerie way of doing it, and that's that's why you have history classes. You know, a lot of people don't take that kind of stuff serious, but you learn it so you don't do the same thing again. And I have a different, I have a different twist on it a little bit. You know, I, and and like you said, I am no professional, but if I'm gonna put all the the uh, the facts together right now, it's a little different. I mean, obviously, I think if we get back to work, you know, a lot of the things that have dropped have been things because people aren't able to get out of their houses. Once people get out of their houses, I think those stocks go back up. I mean, entertainment, gas, um, and all the things that drop. And possibly, I don't know. I, like you said, Troy, we don't know. Um, but you're, but at the same time, you have to be careful and watch what's happening in history. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping when everybody gets back to work and and, and gets over this this COVID thing and, and protects themselves, that that we have a, a strong comeback. You know, looking at the data and comparing it to today, I, I personally, I, I don't think it's going to repeat itself, but for many factors. One, 
um, you know, people have the ability to get back to work as soon as we yeah. left them, like you're saying. But also, you know, back in that time frame in the late 20s and all that, there was no such thing as food stamps or unemployment insurance and, you know, WIC and all that sort of stuff to keep money going into the economy. When right. it was falling. So there's a lot of differences now. So I don't think that will happen, but could we still see another huge course correction? For sure. Absolutely, that is sure. possible. And another thing that's different nowadays is that there's more jobs readily available. You know, back then, there weren't as many jobs to choose from. So right. people are going to have more things to possibly go back to whenever work begins again. Yeah, when, so when, you're filtered, when your fields were decimated, they were done for the year. You, you couldn't yep. go back out there and plant more cotton, you know, because you couldn't plant. You missed your time to do it. You were done for a year. Now it's not like that. Yeah, good statement. I like that. Correct. And, and there's a lot of other things going on as well, you know, as far as it's a global thing where the whole, whole world has kind of slowed down. So, again, when people start moving again, the whole world's going to pick back up. Um, it's It's tough. You know, you got to think like oil is a prime example of as soon as they kind of start letting you know, people getting out, you know, the cost of oil is going to go back up because the consumption is going to go back up. Right. Production costs money. Yeah. You know, and just having oil sitting on the ground is not helping anyone. No. They're borderline. They borderline got to the point where they were paying people to take the oil. <laughs> you know, they did. You know? It was costing it was costing you thirty seven dollars. <laughs> It was good. So it was, that was a weird, I, I mean, I, that was amazing to me where oil had a negative cost. I, I, it's one of those I'll, I'll put it this way. Since I, since I was a little kid, I've never remembered our oil wells never pumping out at our property ever. And they recently just stopped pumping because there's yeah. nowhere to put it. That's there's insane. No yeah. And, you know, and those things can be turned right back on because it's still there. So that's the good thing about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm I'm hoping for a big return, you know, um, you know, and I'm I'm so 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 what you're saying, Troy, is reach out to your 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 stock broker or money person and see what their opinion is. At least at least ask those questions before you, you move forward. Absolutely. So what I foresee, so in March, um, we had a big dip, right? So, you know, a lot of people that were sitting on the sidelines purchased in that dip. And so all of the money that they spent in that mid-March has come back and they made a big profit on that. The possibility of that happening again is very high. So there's probably going to be another dip, another big 30% drop. And so you can, if you're in the industry, in the stock market, you can expand because right now, let's just say a share costs $50, okay? Um, and who knows if it has another dip, that same share could cost 35. So you could buy three shares, you know, and, and whenever the next dip happens for what you could normally buy two shares for. So you know, that's kind of the idea of being able to expand. It's, it's timing and timing is very, very, very difficult. Okay. But when we have this thing coming and we see it coming, you should be ready for it. The most time tested, method is is doing what's called dollar cost averaging and that is purchasing the same amount of your money whatever that is you know fifty dollars a hundred dollars five hundred dollars a thousand dollars a month you use that same dollar every single month at the same time and you just keep purchasing whatever you're purchasing whatever stock you've decided you've settled on three or four so we've always talked about that 
three or four companies that you know and love and you believe will do really, really well, you purchase those. You know, you put $50 each company in, four companies, that's $200. And every 15th of the month, you buy $200 of that, those companies. Some months you're gonna buy, you know, four shares each, and then the other months you're gonna buy two shares each because the, the price is gonna go up and down. But you're constantly adding and adding and adding to your portfolio until it's time to retire. So, what so would you would, would you recommend getting in the stock market, or would you recommend more so getting in like an IRA, four hundred one k, or something like that? Both. So, um, the first thing you know, we've gone over you know wealth accumulation, right? Over it is you know you save twenty percent and you never touch it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first part is to max out your 401k. And right now that's somewhere around 1600 bucks a month. So when it, because that is tax deferred. So if you're putting in, you know, 10% of your income, you have to think 10% of your income is not being taxed until you take it out. Yep. So, so that 10, so that's more money. So that thousand dollars you put in is really, you know, $1,250 in actual money to you because of the tax savings. So, you know, first thing is always is buy a house. Second thing is get completely out of debt. Third thing is three months of reserves. And then fourth thing is max out your IRA. And then fifth thing is then you start investing into your stocks. So in that order, you should do it in that order. That's the most, that's, that's the time testy. First thing is get into the house because you need to start getting that appreciation going. A lot of people kind of wait, you know, they tell me, hey, I'm gonna wait till I save up, you know, 20%. And by the time they save up 20%, they don't have enough money because the house is worth $10,000 more. So they need a couple more thousand. Yep. You know, so they've lost that opportunity of that $10,000 equity. See, I've heard that. Oh, well, no, I was just, uh, no, y'all going to take all off tasks, but if you're, yeah, keep on going, Colton. So I was, uh, I, I've kind of taken advantage of the, um, like Sally Mae or whatever. I can't remember what it is exactly with uh, student loans. Ellie Mae, I'm not, I think mm -hmm. it may be that. But, they're not charging interest right now, meaning I, I have no monthly payment. Correct. So they've taken a break during all this. So I've taken advantage of having no actual payment and I've paid some of my debt off instead of, you know, buying a house right now. I'm in an apartment lease. So for the next nine months, I, I'm not looking at really buying a house. So in the meantime, I'm trying to pay off my student debt. So whenever I am purchasing a house, I have no debt. Like right. I have nothing except for my car. So, that's, that's, I, I've taken advantage of that. That's an excellent. So I, I was going to take you back. I rewind to the very beginning. Was basically saying that we might have a turn in the market, and so you're you're actually giving people that warning that missed the first downturn that there might be a second downturn. Be prepared. Get your money straight. You know, if you can get something liquid or talk to a broker, it's time to do it because you might have it. Be proactive, not reactive. Yeah, so I like the, I like the info. Good info. Yeah, you know, and so it's again, some people who have they've been working from home and they haven't gone out, they all of a sudden have a little extra money because they're not wasting it on, you know, going to the eat at restaurants, they're not losing, you know, drive spending, you know, a hundred bucks a week at a convenience store when they stop for gas, you know, stuff like that. So people have extra money that they're not used to having. And being able to do something with it is is now it's a possible op for an opportunity for them. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, my girlfriend and I both noticed the moment we got back to work. We came back late last week and we hadn't spent any money on going out to eat. And then we spent like 60 bucks in three days to getting food. And I'm just like, well, dang, it was nice while it lasted. You know, absolutely. And, and people don't realize the cost of work. 
And so, you know, there's clothes, there's travel, there's, there's eating out and stuff like that. And so if you really, 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 really want to take advantage of that, you cut those costs, you know, cause it, it only costs you a couple bucks to bring food from the house, you know, as, as opposed to spending $10, that's $8 a day. That's, you know, $40 a week. That's $160 a month. That's a nice stock every single month that you're already spending. But absolutely. And so, you know, guys, you've been listening to the home team with Troy, Wine, and Colton. We hope you kind of learned something. We hope you're, you know, definitely reach out for that expert advice from whoever your money person is. And if you have any questions, reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And we'll see you in just a minute. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. We'll bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And you can always stop by the Facebook at The Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And guys, you know, this is, uh, we've been kind of on a sports lockdown for about 60 days, but it seems we're finally starting to really get some, some information. I mean, they're talking about maybe playing some baseball in this summer, you know, football. It, it's starting to feel like the professional football is a for sure thing. You know, college football is, it depends on what conference you're in. So it, it, there's some exciting news going on. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I feel like personally one of the biggest the biggest news pieces that I've seen is that the California, you know, that whole West Coast, the, you know, mountain region and all that, they're saying that they're not going to have a football season. And it's gonna, going to affect about 23 universities, including like San Diego State, San Jose State, Cal, USC. They're not having a football season. And that affects not just the season itself, but it affects this year's, last year's, and the year after that's recruiting and if you can see a bunch of people hop into the transfer portal to go to colleges that actually are still potentially going to have a football season because the governor said like he does not anticipate there being a football season in California and that affects more schools than California it affects like Nevada's and you know Oregon's all that kind of stuff over there as well so you think a bunch of uh, recruiters that are, are going to play college ball are on the phones right now calling students and saying hey oh I'm, I'm sure they're just yeah, I mean only if Alabama would say they weren't playing. That would be fantastic. Yeah. But they're not. They're gonna play, huh? No, yeah. I think uh Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, I think they should just take the year off. I think so too. <laughs> I think so moment. too. They had their moment in the sun. Yeah. They they need to pass the torch. But yeah, yeah. no, it, it's it's um it definitely provides negative recruiting. That's that kind of thing already goes on, you know, they there's recruiters that go out there and say, well, that coach may not even be there next year. The guy that's recruiting you at a different school, he might, he's, talk, he's been talking to us. He might even come here. You know, like you're able to work ways around and get in these kids' head. But now it's going to be even more so because they're going to say, you know, why do you want to go to USC? You're not even going to get to play football. You're just going to go to school and live in California. Like uh, That's all there is to it. You're not going to get to play. You're not going to get to do what you, what you love. You'll get to do it here in Texas. You'll get to do it here in Florida. Like, you know, there's, there's ways that you can get in these recruits' head and 
you know, it, it makes them want to come to your school more because they might actually play football. Oh, it's very, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, because you have to think if it's just that section that's not playing, that means that the NCAA is not going to make a special rule like mm -hmm. they did for last year. So that means that you, those, all those kids in that state, you know, they could lose a complete year of eligibility and not yep. get to, and not even get to play. And because I don't see NCAA making uh -oh. a rule just because one state decided not to play. Absolutely not. It would be it could be detrimental to the NCAA if they don't allow an entire, you know, the entire United States not to play just because one state isn't going to participate. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're we're still, not going to we're going to need sophomore breakout years this year from them, and you know they they can't yeah. transfer as a sophomore. So I mean that's gonna be rough. Yeah, and you know it it, it could be mm -hmm. potential suicide for the Mountain West Conference, Pac-12, because there's already been talks of mergers with the Big Twelve and stuff like that. So if these schools want to get out of that conference, because it's the conference that's telling not them, the you know, probably not going to have okay. football. Yeah, the Pac-12 is a lot of those, that <laughs> Western side. So they're, if they want to get out of that conference and they come over to a different conference, so it could be, it could be the end of a couple conferences. I mean, yeah. it, it could really get that serious. So I thought it was the state of California. It's the conference making that decision. I, I want to say it was the governor. It was the governor of somewhere. I can't remember exactly where because he didn't want to have – fall sports going on whenever students weren't even allowed on campus okay. it didn't it didn't make sense for him to have sports still which is still related to the school but not have actual school so it, it's it's still ongoing I don't think there's any final say so yet it's, it's all in the works still but it, it's definitely something to keep an eye on yes but it is we, no, and that's another thing too so it's starting to feel like we're for sure going to have professional football in some way, you know? Um, and so this is kind of one of those things. What do you think? It's it, from my, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a no stands. It's going to be no fans allowed at the game. It's just going to be them playing football. So they're talking about maybe in, enhancing the experience by, you know, animatronics as far as putting people in the stands and crowd noise. Oh, and no. Like that's no, what they're no. that may be what we have and you know there's part of me that's just like i don't care i want to see some football that's, yeah. like an eight, that's like a bad 80s movie right there or something you know where we fast forwarded to where we, we we don't watch things in person you know next thing is to be uh robots playing on the field or we should be okay yeah. i don't know that's a, that's a weird one for me i don't know, Dude, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be really thrown off whenever there's like a big time touchdown and then they hit the wrong button and you just get a golf clap yeah it's weird i don't know I, I don't know what to think about that i want to see football in general i, I don't really i'm kind of with you troy i don't care uh, especially with pros you know i'm i personally am not going to any professional football games oh I, I wouldn't mind going but i don't regularly go so i'm watching it on the tv regardless but when it comes to college football that's a different story because i go to like eight games a year yeah. so it's it, it definitely affects me more in the college game but it, it, it's super strange i think it could be pretty cheesy but that's gonna be, I, I can't wait to, i mean i'm not gonna not watch it but i, I don't know what i'm gonna feel like if i feel a, if i hear a, a fake cheer like if there's yeah. a good play and the and the crowd goes wild but yet i know the crowd is, is, is not a real crowd i might get a little weirded out i don't know yeah i might i might watch on mute 
I think the part that would get to me is that I know that it's not real because you know yeah. we watch we watch TV sitcoms and things like that all the time and they have laughter and stuff like that in the TV shows but that's not real but we don't know it's not real so it's okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. But like it, it's it's kind of like the um, what was I gonna say, like game shows even or not game shows reality shows and yeah. wrestling and stuff like that i always have a hard time watching those kind of things because i'm like this is wrestling's actually hey, reality. like wrestling's no it's real wrestling's real man it, they're they're actually doing it there yes but i'm I just they're, 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 i'm with you but oh it is it is so scripted i'm with you yeah because even like i used to watch the jersey shore and all that like back in the day it was fake like did you just it, it's on reality TV, but yeah. there's scripts, there's yeah. this, there's that. Like it, it, it's always been hard for me to watch. So hopefully yeah. it doesn't get to that point, which I don't think it will. But so, we'll uh, hey Colton, tell us kind of what's going on with the Longhorns. I hear there's some good news and some bad news. Yeah, there's a uh, so it, the good and bad news comes at the linebacker position. Um, they. Just recently got a kid. His name's Morris Blackwell. He's from Arlington, Texas. He's a uh, he's a four-star outside linebacker. He's like six two, two hundred pounds, very fast, very athletic, and he's on the rise. So he was starting to pick up all these offers. So Texas jumped in on the party, and that was his school of choice. Like that, that always been the school he wanted to go to. So he picked Texas. But the compliment to that was supposed to be us getting this kid. I can't remember his name exactly. I want to say his name is Clayton Smith or something like that. He's now trend. He was 100% Texas, and then the moment that this kid committed, all his crystal balls went to Oklahoma, and that's the worst place for them to go because Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> you know, um, I, as far as with what I've seen from you know Herman and his staff, you know, prior now we do have a lot of new people on here, but the you know as far as especially on defense, but they've always been able to overcome that competition. Thing that you know when somebody gets nervous about you know a recruit decides hey you know I don't know if I'm big they always seem to bring those kids in because a year remember he, he brought in two quarterbacks a year almost every year and let them kind of battle yeah. it out now one would leave but he always got them to commit so you know I don't know if that mm -hmm. linebacker's still out but I you know he may be trending but we got plenty of time yeah no no, no. it's still so early in the process so I mean it's He's just trending that way right now, and you never want to see that, especially with a guy that's a four-star borderline, five-star linebacker. It's just not a – it's not a place that you want to see someone go to, especially when you have to play him every year, and it's a rival, and it's after a kid that you're going really hard after. So it's, what, what class is he? 2021. 2021. Yeah, he's – I mean, he's just a monster. He's a 6'4", 220-pound linebacker, and he's just blazing fast. He's got the dreads, man. He's just – he just looks like a stud. Uh, wow. he, he looks like your prototypical linebacker. So he runs about as fast as I do then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you can barely see him when he's running. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every he's, once he's in a while, you have to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, there's a lot going on. And it, I do – it's amazing how annual and cyclical and how much – college sports and things like that is ingrained into the society of america and the fact that we're we're concerned about not having it and what that affects because you know if if some i mean you gotta think these these kids only get four years of their entire life you know it's a that's a short time it seems like a lot at that age they only get four years to do something and if one of those years is taken away that's 
that's just the, it just it, it hurts my heart for yep. because you know you everybody wanted to grow up and you know have those dreams of being a uh, an athlete uh, you know a college yep. athlete these kids have worked their booties off to be one and now we're you know we may be trying to take a year away from them for mm -hmm. safety well, and the good thing about it is, you know, they are going to get that year taken away, but they're also going to get that year back. You know what I mean? They're they're going to have renewed eligibility, eligibility. so that, that year is not going to count against them. But still, having to wait that amount of time after working so hard kind of sucks. So absolutely. Absolutely, guys. So, hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team today with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. We hope you've enjoyed our show today. We brought a lot of different views that we normally don't bring into our show. So uh, if you have any questions about anything we've talked about today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can drop by the Facebook and drop a line on the Home Team 512. And if not, we'll see you next week. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.